This is Kent Clothier. If you are looking to improve your life, improve your business, and just get it all together, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Time Is Now podcast. What's happening, my friend? <laughs> Interesting times. Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see you, brother. We are officially live. Um, I, I appreciate you doing this. Sure. The man, the myth, the legend needs no introduction. I know that, um, you know, they, for you guys that, that are not familiar with Ed Milet and you're doing yourself a big disservice, you need to go follow him online. He does amazing things. He literally, directly and indirectly, mentors Millions and millions of people all over the world, an international speaker, um, best-selling author, um, extremely successful entrepreneur. I mean, and like I said, it's just, uh, and, not, and not, not to mention the least of which is, has one of the most successful podcasts uh, out there. And so, dude, I, I, know, I know how precious your time is. I know you're doing this as a personal favor to me, and I cannot tell you how much I'm humbled by you being here, brother. Oh, brother. Most important thing in my introduction is I'm your friend, so... I appreciate that. It's great to be here. Thank you. That means the world to me. So, dude, I want to try to help as many people as I can. Uh, Taking a little community that was, you know, in this little Facebook group, grew it up to about 6,000 people virtually overnight. So, I got a lot of people that will ultimately see this inside of Facebook and on outside of my community as well. So, I want to try to, you know, extract as much value out of you as I can as fast as I can because, again, I want to be really aware of your time. So, I'm just going to jump right into it if you're cool with that. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Here to help. All right. So, you know, here we are, right? We're in this, we're in this very, very uncertain time, right? A lot of shaky ground. You got a lot of people that, that you, um, I know that you mentor a lot of people that you share your, your wisdom and advice with. What is the general sense, the general advice you're giving to the entrepreneurs out there, whether they're new, they're seasoned, whatever, what kind of, what, what's, what's your, what are your thoughts right now? I have a lot. Um, and by the way, I'm navigating this like all of you are too, and it just depends on the business, but the vast majority of the folks here obviously are real estate driven. Um, the biggest first thing I would say to you is uh, you don't have to believe everything you think. And so and a lot of your thinking is projecting too far into the future and you're wasting too much energy trying to forecast and predict what everything is going to look like. And the truth is all you're doing is guessing. And so that makes you feel pretty helpless. And so it's not that I'm not, you and I were just talking before we went on, my opinion, unless there's a down, unless there's a significant change, there's going to be some back to work measures May 1st. I don't just say that as an opinion, but as you know, I've had people from the White House on my show. I have some pretty decent connections in there and the previous administration. And my thought, my forecast, without wasting lots of energy on it, is that there will be some sort of modified back to work for the economy. I don't know what sectors those are. I don't know if it's going to be geographically restricted but I believe we're gonna have some return to some form of normalcy. The other thing is there are smart people on Wall Street that know a lot more than you and I do, and it looks like they think that too, based right. on what I'm seeing. And so that's my first thought. Don't, be, don't believe everything you think. Some of the things you think are bullshit, they're not true. The second thing is for those of you that are in real estate, I think the prevailing belief is that no one's buying anything right now. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm connected to a lot of affluent people. I'm relatively affluent myself. I'm, I'm in a home right now that I closed escrow on last Friday. And it's a, it's the most expensive home ever purchased in the history of the Coachella Valley. And I closed that escrow during this crisis, knowing what was going on. And I can also tell you that there are other escrows closing in here. And I have other friends that are closing escrows. They were in, I have people backing out too. I know people making offers right now. I know people getting great deals right now. 
And so this notion that no one's buying, there's no deals to be made, is also a false belief. In fact, there may be some crazy good deals that are only going to exist the next 60 to 90 days if stuff gets back. I'm not saying everything's going to get back. Six million more unemployment claims today, more coming the next couple of weeks. I just don't know, come May, if we can't recover 40, 50% of this, and then somebody stole some stuff these 30 to 60 days that are going on. And so I'm looking at my multi-unit stuff that I own. I'm looking at acquisitions. I'm still trying to make deals. And I want to say something about you. More than ever, the techniques and strategies you teach will be more and more valuable from today through the next 24 months. More than ever what you teach. When things are cranking, you don't need to be that innovative to make deals. You don't have to have these secret strategies to make deals. But when it's like this, the people with the knowledge, the people with the right thinking, the people that are innovating, collaborating, really doing the dirty work, it's when your money could be potentially made. And so in the securities industry, we talk a lot about dollar cost averaging, which is that you, when you buy a mutual fund or a stock and it goes up, as long as you keep, and again, I'm not equating the two, but as you buy when it goes back down, you're getting more shares as it goes back down. I've never been one of these people that just buys in low markets and sells in the high. I'm always buying and I'm always selling because there's deals to be made in every single market. This home, for example, I had a particular price negotiated on. This hit, I got a better deal and I still closed. And so don't believe everything you think. I'm not trying to paint a rosy picture. We were just talking off camera. We're in a recession now, for sure, right? The stock market's no longer, by the way, in recession. It's come out of recession mode. It's, it's actually... This week has been the best stock market performance in 50 years, right? Right Off of the bottom. That doesn't mean everything else is coming that way. But let's just be real. That's what just happened this week. Could we wake up next Monday and we drop another 3,000 points in the Dow? Absolutely, we could, right? Uh, deaths go up in New York over the weekend too high? Absolutely. But the data tells us that we're not using all the hospital beds right now in most of the states. The data tells us that the death rate is plummeting. The more people we test, the death rate will likely drop because we're getting more positives with people that, that haven't died from it. It looks like the stock market thinks, thinks things are turning around. And so what we don't know is the impact, as you said, in May on all this unemployment, on all this debt, and who can go back to work, what businesses can, what can't. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm actually relatively bullish right now on things from right this point right here. That's me. No, I get it. And I totally agree with you on the real estate side. I mean, I've, I've been telling my, my guys, my tribe here for the last few weeks that the bottom line is to your point, right? Which you said so ugly, buying and selling doesn't really stop. It's still going on. And in fact, to your point, you're actually going to have some people that were sitting on the sidelines, potentially sitting with a lot of dry powder that have kind of, if they were trying to buy as it was going up, they were, they were kind of maybe a little hesitant. They've been waiting for an opportunity now, especially in real estate, to start buying at a, at a discount. And it is happening in droves. Okay, so if you, don't, if you doubt whether that's true, let me just give you some data, some stuff, okay? I got money on the sidelines. And I, by the way, I have a securities license, so I can't give advice, nor am I giving advice right now, but I just want to be clear with you. Me and my buddies, I'm right here. I'm staring where I am, name dropper stuff, but it's kind of cool. I'm staring at Tim Cook's house. He's running Apple 600 yards away from me. We're all kind of quarantined in here. He's running Apple right there. I can see his backyard. Phil Knight's running Nike right here. We're literally running these companies out of here. Let me say something to you. You know what I'm thinking right now? I got a couple bucks. 
few weeks ago, I'm like, where are my deals? Let me tell you where my deal was about a week and a half ago. Oil. So I bought oil. Right. And I got out, luckily, right? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I sell securities products at one of my company, companies. If you think that I'm going to dump a whole bunch of my capital into the stock market over the next 24 months, you lost your damn mind. I have no idea what's going to go on there. But I can tell you this. If I got guys out there that bird dog deals for me. I know people don't like that term, but I got guys that do that. I'm telling you, I'm very open right now. Find me something awesome. Find me a great asset with a seller who's not, I mean, I'm just going to be real. We're going to talk business. Find me a seller who's puckering up right now, who yeah. really needs to get out. I'm going to make a bunch of money right now. And by the way, if I go backwards 10% before I go up 30, that's fine with me. I already know that going into this. But I like the odds on this. I, I, my biggest fear, you and I are talking off camera, being transparent, isn't May or June. My fear is I want to make sure that this doesn't return in the fall and we go through another stoppage for 30 days. Right. I think if we get back in May, you know, there's going to be higher unemployment. There's going to be massive debt in the country. That's okay with me. Money is so cheap right now, right? Access to deals will be there all over the place. People are going to be back to paying rent. I am only concerned, my caveat is, does this return in September, October, November, and we're out of work again for 60 days? Our economy can't handle that. Right. I'm going to bet that doesn't happen, and I'm going to be making deals right now. That's me. No, and I think that's, a, I mean, I, look, I'm in the exact same boat. I mean, we've been circling the wagons trying to get, you know, capital partners, exactly the same thing I've been, I've been um, uh, telling all of our tribe here, you know, align your capital partners, align, get Get liquidity around you because there's going to be some real, real opportunities here. And quite frankly, um, you know, I don't know how you did coming out of the last recession, but I coming out of the last recession is where massive amounts of wealth were, was created. Massive, right? For the last 10, 12 years. It, but people ask me, hey, you were kind of a wealthy guy, but man, the last 10 years have been crazy. Why the hell do you think? Because I had cash the last time this happened. And the last time what caused this was real stuff. Right. This isn't even real. This, this isn't real, right? So all of the underlying economic conditions are incredible. And by the way, if you doubt whether that's the case, we're in a global pandemic. Things couldn't be worse. And the stock market's come back 4,000 freaking points in a week and a half. Because it, the, here's why. The economy wants to come back. And this time around... The Fed is acting proactively. Now, there's not much more they could do, but there's another, but just remember this, everybody. There's a couple other trillion dollars they're about to pump back into this thing at the right moment. There was a $4 trillion package. They only spent $2 trillion of this money. So there's $2 trillion more. They're up there strategizing exactly what to do with this capital. So there's going to be another influx. So if we do come out of this relatively well starting in May and you pump another couple trillion dollars into the economy, hey, th this could be really good. And, and Trump is a, 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 a talker, he talks out of his tail a lot, but this notion that we could roar back and be uh, the Dow and the real estate markets even be better than they were this fall, I'll tell you what, if we go back to May and it doesn't return in the fall, and again, I'm not a forecaster, I like the odds of that. I like the odds of that a lot. Well, once consumer sentiment and consumer confidence starts building back, to your point, that momentum can go, I mean, that's going to be a wild ride. I mean, and, and you definitely want to be in a place where you're riding it up. You don't want to be caught 
And for your tribe, you are in one of the businesses that, that carries on regardless. And I don't mean this disrespectfully if there are people in other businesses, but well, you and I are talking before, if I were in the retail business exclusively right now, or, you know, I own, I own buildings that house restaurants, right? Yeah. I'm concerned about those, those projects, right? There are industries that are going to be difficult to recover the way they did before, right? There's going to be a few industries like that. But multi-unit, by the way, I'm not telling you where to go with your money. I'm a, second homes, second homes residential. Any of you that are in that market, let me tell you what guys like me are thinking right now. I ain't going to Europe anytime soon. I'm not traveling the world anymore. I, more and more people are going to be looking for safe havens for places they own to go to places that are their own homes for vacations and whatnot too. Oh, a whole bunch of us right now, they're like, I'm not going back to Paris. I'm not traveling worldwide. I'm not getting on an airplane anytime soon. Even if you fly private, what I'm going to do is I, I, I'm looking at second homes. So for me, I'm looking for little sectors of the economy, really wealthy people. They're going to be buying more second homes that are their safe havens where they live their dreams with their family. And I think some of these other areas are going to potentially struggle otherwise. So that's where I'm, I'm looking at deals too. Yeah. You know what? Let's talk about that for one minute here. What, you know, you, you've touched on it the second home market, which I hadn't even really thought about. That's a great point um, for all the reasons you just laid out. What are some of the other opportunities that you, you, know, you can clearly see that say, you know what? These are areas where, where people that are, they're in these sectors, we've had come, people come on here and talk about, you know, the health sector, et cetera, et cetera. What, what are some of the areas that you think are, that ha have the potential to really bounce back quickly and maybe really kind of accelerate very fast? Yeah, uh, well, I, oh, I still believe that there's upside in multi-unit. Uh, so I still do. I believe rents will get stabilized again. I, I believe there's going to be deals in that sector. I believe the higher end and even middle end second home market is going to be valuable. The health sector for sure. But here's where the big play is. Now, I'm, I'm serious because it's part of your model. Whatever you call your wealth partners, what guys like me that have cash and I'm looking at options where I can deploy capital. Okay. Listen to me, everybody. There are not a lot of places I'm comfortable deploying capital right now. Okay. One, I can't put it in the bank. There's literally zero return again. Right. Bonds, zero return. Stock market, pretty damn scary because I'm subject to all of these sectors in the economy right now. So that's a scary place to deploy capital, right? So for me, I'm more bearish on buying real estate in general right now than I, and by the way, that means when money flows to those places, I think that you're going to see an uptick. I, got, I, I don't feel like those other sectors have a lot of upside. So I think finding capital partners is easier than they might have even been before this. I'm telling you, easier. Guys like me, I can also get access to capital, large amounts of capital for free right now that I can deploy into stuff with you. So guys with great credit, guys with substantial assets, I can get money literally for free right now, essentially for free. So I think that there's, a, uh, again, could I be wrong about all of this? Well, we 100%. I'm just telling you where I'm betting, what I'm thinking. And I had a notion that before we did this call, I think most people think, man, the sky is falling. Not where you guys are, not where you guys are at. I, and I'm not trying to rah-rah anybody. I'm not, I'm just, you're my friend. This is your group. I'm telling you what guys like me are thinking. You want guys like me. I'm going, I want to put this in the stock market? Do I want to deploy my capital in the bank? Am I going to invest in startups right now? Are you fucking crazy? Right. No, I'm going to buy real estate assets. And to, and to your point, 
having you know having the capital on it, the pain point for guys like you is time and the ability to get access to deal flow with people that actually can do all the heavy lifting and help you, right? Serve it to people on a silver platter, which I've been telling people my entire time, like, dude, just make this easy for the guys with money to say yes. Okay, brilliant point, more than ever, why? Us rich guys that are entrepreneurs, we cannot take our eye off our companies right now. We're all scared a little bit shitless. So even when this turns, more of our focus has to be on our cash cows. That's just, I'm just telling you me, I'm on, I, I, I'm making jokes on my Instagram because I moved my seat that this tree in the Tiger Woods picture behind me is growing out of my damn head. Okay. It's right over here somewhere. Cause what I do is I got a 20,000 square foot house here. I haven't left this freaking room for two weeks. All I can do is sit here, zoom, 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 all day long. Why? I could have been doing that because I got to really watch my companies now. I got to really be hyper engaged there. I am not thinking I can go do stuff you all can do right now. I want to keep that thing that produces my cash more. See, five weeks ago, I had my companies running like everybody else, and I can kind of poke around and find deals. And if you bring me one, great, but I'll probably find one too. Not now, man. I got no, you better bring me on a silver platter. I got to protect this thing. And by the way, even when it's going good in four months, everyone's been scared back to work. They're all scared back to work, bro. It doesn't matter if I'm up 30% at pig out chips in 90 days. I'm scared my ass back to work. So let me make my money and you help me make money with my money right now. That, I'm telling you more than ever, dudes like me are like, just bring me the thing. I don't think I can do this on my own right now. I got to run my deals. Bro, I love that. I love that. I know we only have about five more minutes of your time. So I just want to real quick, we talked about real estate. We've talked about some deep dives. I want to touch very quickly. And I know we could talk about this all day, but one of the most impactful things you shared with me uh, back at, at Find and Flip was talking about dividing your day up into three days. Would you mind touching on that very quickly? I know you're passionate about it, but I also know it's what makes you a high achiever. I know it's how you help a lot of other people become high achievers. And I would love people to just hear kind of the conceptually what to do there. Yeah, I've been time. So the reason that I'm doing pretty good right now, even my wife's been telling me, she goes, I've seen you work hard your entire life. This is different now. This is a different gear. And I, like the guys that I know that are super high achievers like yourself, we do this with different with time. So what I do is I run many days. I, I, I woke up a few years ago and I was like, what? you ever had a morning where you're like, I've done more this morning than I do in a full day. You have those good mornings, right? You're like, what the hell? Or you have a full day. You go, I just did three weeks worth of work today. I went, why is a day 24 hours? Who made that shit up? And by the way, that was pre-internet. Yeah, a day was 24 hours before. She had to walk and go to a library to get information and, you know, landline phones. There's an internet. A day's not 24 hours. It's six hours. So I measure my time. This is a huge advantage for me. In fact, when I started sharing, I'm like, I don't even know if I should share this. It's a six-hour day. My day starts at 6 a.m. and it runs to noon. That's a day. So in that window, I'm getting the amount of contacts, meetings, appointments, learning, growth, whatever the hell it is, fun, in that day. And then a second day starts from noon to 6 p.m., same thing. I run a full day's life in there. Fun, family, faith, production, recruiting, meetings, Zooms, in that day. Then I got a third day, 6 p.m. to midnight. That's a third day. So if you shrink time like that, and then I got this clock that goes off at the top of every hour. It's a psycho deal. I was just interviewing Randy Jackson. Uh, the American Idol guy right before we came on. And at the top of the hour, I got distracted. It was three o'clock. I went, Doink. this clock goes off. And what it does is it reminds me, what did you do the last hour? 
What did you do? It, it's, a, it's an accountability. So I get 21 days a week. I get 21 days a week. And so if I get 21 days a week, which means I'm getting 44, you know, 21 days a week, I'm getting 84 of these roughly in a given month. I'm going to smoke you. I'm going to smoke you. And so it's an unfair advantage. I get 21 days this week. You get seven stacked it over a month, six months, a year, three years, game over. And then if I can shrink time where I measure at the top of every hour, and maybe you check in on Sunday nights with yourself or New Year's Eve or at the end of a day, I'm every hour. What did I do to grow? What did I do to move? What did I do to move the business forward? So I get like 18 of those in a day. The game's over, man. So I've shrunk time. When you shrink something and it becomes more scarce, it becomes more valuable, you waste less of it. So when you got 24 hours to do something, you pace it. I got six. So it's more valuable, more important to me. And little tips in my business, my team knows this. Listen, is this a two, eight, or 24 minute long meeting? Two, eight, or 24. Everyone blocks meetings off in half hour, hour long increments, right? Think about how much you waste time. You had a 30 minute meeting and when it's over, you're like, we could have done this in two minutes. We could have done this in eight minutes. So my team knows when they schedule with me, it's a freaky calendar because it's a six hour Two, four, two, eight, or 24. Two, eight, or 24. I love that. Yeah, so sometimes it's a two-minute meeting, right? They're going to walk in. Ed, I need to know. Bam, 32. Get out, right? Like, it's an eight-minute meeting. That means they're going to ask a couple questions. I'm going to ask a couple questions. How's the kids? How the kids? Boom, gone. 24, that's a long-ass meeting in my companies. 24 minutes, you can do a lot. But what do most people do? Yeah, block off from four to five with Joe and Sparky. Four to five, an hour? You're giving up one-sixth of your day for this meeting, what are you covering in that hour? And what's happened is the culture's changed in my businesses where it's not rude, it's not fast. They're like, well, I got that done in eight minutes. It felt like a full meeting. So I've bent the time of my meetings take two. And by the way, people like talking to me more because they're like, wow, we got a lot done there. I want to do that again. There's a great book called Death by Meeting. And there's just too many meetings. And then they're too long. An hour is forever. Like, what are you talking about for an entire fucking hour? Yeah. Right? And so, but you do it. Yeah, okay. What do you think? Yeah, just get to the point. And when you run with more urgency like that, everyone's standard is raised in every single area. So the last benefit of it is the people, you and your people around you are like, we just live at a different standard. We don't do hour-long meetings, 24-hour days. That's like 1983 stuff, right? And so that's like, think about how quickly you can access information. So the same thing in 1990 probably took you a half hour to figure out and meet on. Now it takes 30 seconds. Why are meetings always a half hour and an hour? Screw that. So those are, that's how I changed my time. That's, I mean, it's a game changer. Like I told you, it, it, it changed my life. It changed the way that whole just reframe, right? I mean, literally kind of unplugging from the matrix a little bit and saying, this is bullshit. Let's just do it this way. I mean, one of the most valuable things you shared and clearly one of the most powerful speeches. I've told you this a million times and we've heard it in our community over and over. The most powerful speech I've ever seen, dude. And, and as well as this, I'm going to be respectful of your time right now. Um, and if people, if people want to connect with you, how do they do that? Oh, Instagram. Go to Ed Milet, E-D-M-Y-L-E-T-T, or YouTuber podcast. I'm here to help you. All my stuff's free. And by the way, follow this man's lead. I know you're already following him. More than ever, this precious dude, what he knows and he's teaching you is more valuable now, trust me, than it was four weeks ago way infinitely more so i love you man i appreciate you thank you for doing this take care man everybody max out peace hey thanks again for tuning in to today's podcast i hope you enjoyed it 
If you haven't gotten signed up yet with one of our award-winning products, I would invite you to go to reww.com. Check it out. Whether you're looking for advice on entrepreneurship, you're just looking for access to our Real Estate Investing Academy, whether you want to attend one of our upcoming live events, everything you need is right there. Plenty of videos, plenty of free training, plenty of access to software and tools that will help you to become a really successful real estate investor. Again, everything is right on the site at reww.com. You can also check us out at kentclothier.com. 